Welcome to Rental Store Roundtable. That it's back to back sheet. Yeah. Oh wait, back sheet, no, uh, back Paul. To back. Paul has the title for this one here. Yeah, he yeah. knows it. The Bakshi Bonanza Bonusode for Butter Battle Book. Yes, by Ralph Bakshi. Yeah. So, in addition to Bakshi to Bakshi, we also have this bonusode where we're going to talk about, um, a, you know, an adaptation Bakshi did of a famous book that was banned in, you know, libraries for quite a while. Um, that is Dr. Seuss's Butter Battle Book. Yes. <laughs> Man, Dr. Seuss, he just can't help but raise controversy everywhere he goes. No, nonstop controversy, <laughs> just like Avatar throwing flowers everywhere, but instead of flowers, it's controversy. Yeah, exactly. I guess. <laughs> so, in any case, kindred spirits. Yeah. So, in any case, <laughs> do you, do you think Dr. Seuss lived in a dong tower? Was he Avatar? The I don't know. I Avatar? could see. I could see him doing that. I don't know. Give well, it, theater guy the... and uh, Ralph Bakshi were good friends, and they. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. just given the imagery in his books, if if you showed me his book and it looked like a giant dong, I'd be like, no, that, that tracks. I could see him that. So, but it would be, be striped though. That's the yeah, thing. That's it'd be dong, dongs. dong tower, but Zebra striped dong. dong so no dong. one would suspect peppermint it. <laughs> yeah, from giant peppermint, peppermint world. Dong. Yeah. So in any case, um, Ralph Bakshi's no stranger to adaptations. Yeah. As you are aware. Yes. Yep. Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings hit my top ten of all time. So yes. <laughs> I, I yeah. love it. I would watch it right now. So. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I I think it's weird when people complain about that movie, but we're not talking about that movie. No. I, I mean, it's not a perfect adaptation, but you know, it's good. But Bakshi, it's Bakshi Bonanza Month. It's Bakshi, so. it's Bakshi doing Lord of the Rings. Stupid November, starting with an N, not a B. Yeah. If it was just Bovember, we Bovember. <laughs> if we had Bovember, so we get better. seven, lucky seven. No, we have to settle for six. Bees. I would be so into Bovember. Look, yeah. the multiverse portal is hard to get activated, Paul. You're gonna have to just deal with November. There's a for universe now. out there somewhere where we're good, but yeah. <laughs> so in any case, Butter Battle Book. Uh, it's a weird movie. Yeah. This, yeah. This I was is... the one who suggested it. It was in my, like, uh, Paul's picks boring out of the last episode. But yeah, I was like, watch this. I watched it when I was about seven or eight. And, like, as a little kid, it disturbed me. Okay. Yeah. I it mean, really it, did. It is, it is disturbing. But, like, that's the thing. Kids don't get enough credit because I was, like, seven or eight. And I was like, this is messed up. Like, I was seven or eight years old and, like... This is about nuclear war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's fine. Nuclear war, arms <laughs> races. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what he was going for. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But I'm saying, but, like, people, like, little kids don't know. They're fine. It's like, I was seven or eight, and, like, with, like, it with, me, like which yeah. is funny, because from what war. I read, that is the reason it was banned in America, because it satirized the Cold War being basically him going, look, this is this is stupid. It's two people with the yeah. with the power to destroy all human life on Earth. Is this the fighting over a, how you go in a dick measuring contest? Yeah, basically over something so stupid, which is his butter side up or butter side down. What do you choose? Yeah. Yep. Which then has an argument against butter side. Well, yeah. Down? How about uh, we ask gravity? people? You know, butter side up or butter side down? I. I don't care. <laughs> well, uh, because the whole thing is down is stupid because you have to butter it. 
against gravity and you lift up yeah i yeah. I, I do think mine, that you know there is something to that mine is strictly from the engineering standpoint of well be it'd be more time intensive and resource intensive to do it on the the downside now yeah. if you i mean you could do it it's just it's not the most efficient yeah, it's way. Yeah, a waste of... Yeah. What, yeah, the way that they uh, animate it where they're holding it upside down and buttering it, that is impractical. And I can see why the butter side upside is uh, against it. That's why the units um, are right. But... Yeah, those zooks are so zooks evil. Zooks are so backwards and evil. If, if the argument were Look just, I like to eat clothes. my toast butter side down so the butter touches my tongue first, that's different. That's fine. You can, you can butter I'll your see. bread and then flip it over and eat it, which is what I thought that it was going to be when no. I watched it. Like, why do they care which way people want to eat their bread? And then I saw the animation like, that's so weird. Why would they do it upside down? They're, they're probably dropping butter on the yeah. floor all the time. Well, eggs? well, that's kind of the thing that was funny with it. Eggs. Other than it being an eggs? analogy for the yeah. Cold War. Like, if if it wasn't an analogy for the Cold War and it was just a Dr. Seuss thing, it would be that moment where one of them drops their toast and it lands the other way and there's the Big reveal of, oh, it's kind of irrelevant and pointless which side you butter it yeah, on. Yeah, it's 50-50 how it lands. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you will just, like, okay, well, you can butter it on the top and then, like, turn the bread over. Yeah. And then it's on the other side. <laughs> yeah. But I was just talking See, about Gulliver's Travels because there's the eggs. Oh, uh, that's... There's okay. the society that's like, how do you open your eggs? Like on the small side or the big side? Um, that's I, a whole thing. When we get into the little cartoon, like I enjoyed their poster of like, keep your butter side up. And I'm like, oh man, Bob's Burgers movie. That must, he must have been referencing Dr. Sunny Seuss. Sunny side yeah. up, butter side up. Yeah, the, the keep your sunny side up burger. It, it's yeah. got to be a Dr. Seuss reference. So we should actually talk about what this is about. Yeah, yeah. we can go through the movie. Weird. So... <laughs> There's this uh, guy talking to his little kid. Mm -hmm. He's all like, hey, uh, yes, long, his grandkid, you know. let me tell you about forever ago when the walls weren't as tall as they were. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a server guy, like a, a security guard. Security guard for the wall. Yeah, they had a little wall between a, their a, two countries, I guess. He's a border patrolman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's. Is a snickleberry switch to wham people that come too close to the wall. Yeah. But he, but he doesn't wham. We never see him wham someone. It's mostly that he holds up his, uh, he, like, shakes his it switch and he shakes it at them like, oh, don't you do it. It's the threat of being whammed. And yep. the reason is because the people wearing the other clothes who butter their. Oh, those the zooks with their butter zooks. Yeah. Those maniacs. Yeah. Crazy. Warns butter side down, bunch of lame brains. Yeah. So they they're doing all that stuff. And he's like, but one day the orange dudes, the the zooks, the zooks, yeah. They come up with a plan to get rid of the snickleberry switch with slingshots. Just slingshots. Slingshot. Yeah. Yep. They just shoot his sling yeah, his snickleberry switch. So Which deflates his ego. Yeah. So he has to go to the commander of the Ukes, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The president of the USA. I don't know. Whatever yeah. It is. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, hey, I have a plan. We could come up with an we could build a bigger and better uh, slingshot. slingshot. The triple sling jigger. Yep. Yeah. 
So they build a triple sling jigger, and then he takes it over. To threaten the people on the Zook side, like, guess what? You have slingshots? I have a ballista of slingshots that are going to bash your head in. And then he yeah. drops Big his stones. slingshot and runs away. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're so much better than those weird Zooks. Yeah. Damn butterside um, downers. He's, uh, you know, threatening the other side with his uh, triple sling zigger. And eventually the Zook comes back with his uh, zigger rock snatcher. Jigger yeah. rock snatcher? Yeah, Jigger Rock Snatcher. Sorry. <gasps> J's and Z's. Not, same not thing. a Jigger Rock Snatcher. Yeah, so he, he they managed to come up with a way to catch the rocks and then throw them throw back. Throw them right it's, back. It's weird. Yeah. So it's like, well, no, my thing is not going to work. I better go back home dejected. Yeah. And... Yeah, his like stones falls. He's getting deflated emotionally. It's like, Oh no! My, my yeah. stones of war—they've fallen down at my feet. Do, do we want to list all the things? Or should yeah, we have them. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it goes from that into uh, the, the Kickapoo kid. The what Kickapoo kid strapped onto a spaniel named Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> oh. yes. so a little dog has to carry a cannon on. Oh, but the dog's back. so proud of himself. It's yeah, so he's like... Well, he is very well trained. They well, in the Grinch, the depressed dog from that, but it's a happy dog. Yeah. Happy yeah. Dr. Seuss dog for one. I mean, if you strapped a gun to my dog, she'd be like, look Oh, yeah, Betty would be exalted. Like, look at this. I have a cannon on my back. I can kill... And you guys like the you fact that You like that I have a cannon, cannon on my back. back. That's great. But how is yeah. Betty going to react everyone. confronted with an elephant-toted boom blitz? Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, I know she uh, doesn't like horses. I could only imagine I was what say, elephants would do. Let's cut out the the technology. Betty versus an elephant. She'd probably take off like yeah. She, whoa, whoa, whoa. Be. she would freak out. She doesn't even like horses. So. Yeah, exactly. So versus an elephant. Yeah, yeah. poor Betty's like, though. whoa! I don't like yeah. those one. Those she one weird goats. animals. This is like ten of these. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> She likes to play games with goats where she scares the goats and then the goats scare her. It's pretty funny. Right, yep, yeah, and then the, the movie quickly devolves into an extreme pissing contest. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and now at this point, you know, he comes back with this, this dreadnought thing that I it didn't say in this movie, but it's apparently called an utterly sputter. Oh, yeah. Uh, but a big, huge, like... Looks like a giant dreadnought that's toting the yellow submarine. Yeah, yeah the blue submarine, though, because from the Ukes. Yeah. And you would think the Zooks would be orange, but no, it's just also blue. Have uh, you guys seen Well, that's because they got their technology from the Rosenbaums. The Beatles movie, have you seen no, that? No, that's I've a crazy thing. I know what it looks like, but I haven't actually watched it. That's weird. So anyway, <laughs> let's continue. Uh, but yeah, like they're at a proper standoff, and they the other Zook comes. The Zook comes with the exact same machine, and he's deflated. Deflated like, once more. I didn't understand why he, he acted like he matched. lost because they were yeah. yeah. Well, because matched. having the same thing is means you lost. You have to have a better thing. I guess so. every time. But the Zooks are always so confident when they come back with the same thing as them. Well, yeah, well, but well, the see, that's get why the Ukes, the Ukes have to have the bigger penis. Boom. <laughs> bigger boom. Yeah. And then there's this whole montage of uh, creating the... <laughs> of you, this, you get this substance and then you compress it a whole lot. And the more like you can press it... It's like a crazy music video of like, yeah. if you're into Ralph Bakshi, this is the time to indulge in Bakshiism. <laughs> yeah. So, 
It's almost like if you took a heavy element like uranium or plutonium and condensed it and refined it, it could become very unstable and potentially, you know, very destructive in the right Yeah, it capacity. becomes a red circle. Yeah. It does mm-hmm. to become a red circle. Would it ever become a big boy boomeroo? <laughs> yes, in a way. Well. I mean, that's one thing you can call a nuke. No, you could call it that. I, I prefer the fat man. Big boy boomaboo. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a pretty interesting little thing that happens. But this, the ending for this was definitely the most surprising yeah, thing that the, the highly Ooh. volatile substance is funny because they like they create it and they just sort of drop it into his hand. It's like, what what are you doing yeah. here? <laughs> well it's okay, you go and use this on the Zooks. I'll tell the Yugs to get into bomb shelters. bomb shelters. We need the fallout shelter for the entire country, I guess. Yeah. What did they consider themselves? I don't know. Yeah. Like, it definitely hasn't occurred to this glorified security guard that if he yeah. does this, he will die. Since he decided to tote his grandchild along to tell him That's the thing about you, it and have him yeah. watch. He goes back to the beginning and is like, Maybe it was a good fortune that you're here. Let's go confront the Zooks. Well, you know, you you extrapolate this and, you know, he's just the, the guy that's trying to look out for his country and the one guy that is making lots of money for building huge weapons of mass destruction keeps telling him he just needs more destruction. Mm-hmm. And eventually he'll have enough. Yeah, but this guy, he brings his kid there and he's like, look, I'm going to destroy the Zooks for their crazy butter beliefs. Yeah. And and then the Zooks, they're they're they also know, have a Secretary of Defense shows up with a big big boy boomeroo. Big boy boomeroo. So they <laughs> both have big boy boomeroos, little red zappy things. Yep. Yeah. The, the Zooks still have all their confidence with it as uh, the Yuke starts to be deflated again, but they just kind of stand there. <laughs> the grandson comments, who's going to drop it first? Yeah. Someone's just going to drop one be, of these big boy boomeroos. Be, be patient, please. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. And then a big thing for this that I think Theodore Geisel liked was it ends says the end. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll end this way or one or both of them will drop it and then it will be the end. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked this because it does seem to kind of match not only the aesthetic and commentary that Dr. Seuss wanted, but also sort of social commentary that Bakshi would be talking about. Yes. Because Bakshi is like, whether or not he wants to be. He is a straight-up hippie. Like, the dude is a massive psychedelic hippie of Yeah, I get that, but I gotta say, like, watching like this, and I'm like, oh my god, I think Ralph Bakshi has taught me as much about history as, like, history class. (laughs) Like, the fact that I did not know about the Tulsa Race Massacre until I watched Fritz the Cat, for God's sake. Yep. And I'm like, wow, this is a really weird thing. And then did some research like, oh, shit, this was a thing that really happened. Oh, it'll it'll get. Yeah, there's a lot of like history in American pop as well. Like, um, I mean, Bakshi's clearly very interested in like, you know, history and social commentary and stuff. He's just a very interesting guy. 
But also he looks at things in a way that uh, maybe sometimes is somewhat offensive. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's what Dr. Seuss is in trouble for now. So <laughs> I don't know. But it, well, it's and it's one of those things where you look at and again, going to the whole if you go to the whole social commentary thing, like no one, I think from anyone that has exposure to him would say, oh, man, Dr. Seuss, that dude's monster. He did like racially insensitive doodles in his in some of his stories. He was like, yeah, what year was he fetching born? Yeah. I I also I also think it's clear that he was not like racist necessarily. If you look at something like Butter Battle Book, because it's a story about how our differences are absolutely are stupid. meaningless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Butter side up, butter side down. Yeah. Saying that like any of the things that people are trying to have war over equate to whether yeah. or not you like your butter on the top or bottom. We'll also take uh, like the star bellied sneeches story. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, I watched that exactly one. Exactly what it's about too. Yeah. It's stars like, upon stars. We all we all gotta be better than each other and really it's just more stars. It's like, okay, whatever. What does that even mean? Well, and, yeah, I guess well, too well, and especially because I know this one probably more than the, you know, sneeches. It's like, okay, basically we start out like, oh, okay, like we want to just do our own thing and you can do your own thing. And then eventually we conflate stupid differences to the point where like we need to massacre everyone because they don't butter their toast correctly. Mm-hmm. So what we're all saying is uh, Fritz the Cat and the Butter Battle Book are in in the same universe. They're like one in the same. I think so. Probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't watched Fritz I know. The Cat. Not yet. Oh man. Not yet. So yeah, I, I really like this <laughs> actually. And I, I like the animation. I mean, it matches Dr. Oh, Seuss yeah, spot-on yeah. Dr. Seuss. But it also, like, it also kind of feels like Bakshi in a, like, yeah. a twisted way. <laughs> oh, it really does. And it's cool to, to find out after the fact that Dr. Seuss uh, himself really liked this. He thought it was, like, a the be- one of the best adaptations of any of his work. So yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. I just, I really liked this. I... I don't typically like Dr. Seuss stuff very much. I didn't grow up on Dr. Seuss. Neither did I. I didn't really experience any Dr. Seuss stuff until I was an adult, but I also didn't experience any children things as a child. Yeah, I'd seen some of the movies. I saw the Lorax and stuff. I saw the Grinch because it's always on Lorax? TV. No. I'm the Lorax. Oh, no. No, the Bob Holt one. The oh, no, I never Wizards, saw a cartoon. Wizard's Avatar one. Um, That's probably better. But, you know, with so many of yeah, his good. works pointing out, like, that the... the, the pointlessness of of war over little things you know uh, like that there's really no difference in race just your your personal preference or whatever everybody trying to prove that they're better than other people because they don't want to admit that they're the same yeah is what his works are telling yeah it's pretty interesting and and i think dr seuss does that a more than people give him credit for mm-hmm. you know the lorax is all about our destruction of the planet earth and stuff like that so that's just a 
it's a weird thing that Dr. Seuss loves to loved to talk about commentary in that way. And so does Ralph Bakshi. So it's kind of seems like a perfect pairing. Mm-hmm. It it really is one of those that looking at the two of them, I'm like, man, different uh, life choices. And we could have had Ralph Bakshi being as mainstream as Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Fritz the Lorax. The Fritz Lorax the Lorax. Banging everyone. Wow. Yeah. Fritz the Lorax talks about, hey, don't screw up the environment. That's where we get drugs actually, from. Actually would like a Lorax adaptation with Danny DeVito as the Lorax in live action, except then Ralph wow. Bakshi like rotoscopes over him. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty damn good to me. That would work. And I think if some, I think if uh, somebody approached, if, if, if Bakshi approached Danny DeVito about doing that, I think he'd be on board. Yeah, I mean, he already did Wait. the Lorax. <laughs> yeah. You mean I could do it again? My dong is six feet long? All right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, like, any any role I found, like, I can't think of anything Danny DeVito has been in that I do not love the character he plays. Yeah, I know, he's always the best thing that he's in. No matter how horrible <laughs> the character's supposed to be, be he just he plays a monster so well well yeah, yeah. His, his newest thing that's all you know got people freaking out is he's apparently satan now oh well, makes sense. i'm still stuck on the penguin yeah well yeah. there's a <laughs> there's a new show that's been you know with the crazy uh cultural environment of now people are freaking out about because oh man it's it's trying to make satan cool kind of thing haven't we been it's doing like, that for a long time, though? Because, yeah. like, metal music exists. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's all of these people freaking out about it. And it's like, it. what the hell are you people complaining about? Like, this is, they're trying to make the devil relatable. It's like, dude, they have done this so many fetching times. So do you think people would use that argument against wizards and be like, hey, they're trying to make Nazism cool? It's like... Fucking Black Wolf is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know the disturbing uh, thing with this? I think given America's current dude. thing, it'd be like, no, see, Nazism's fine. It's magic that's bad. You can't look. You can be a Nazi, but as long as you're not a Nazi witch, as long as you're not also Harry Potter, I think it'll be. Yeah, okay. look, you got two choices. You got Harry Potter, Hitler. I mean, Hitler, not cool. But he didn't use magic. Just imagine. Yeah. He just really wanted to and was obsessed with it for a long I time. I think it would be bad, but a Hollywood adaptation of Wizards, and it's just Frank Reynolds as Black Wolf. I've got skeleton arms. Yeah, he's not tall <laughs> He's just, just the penguin, but Danny DeVito. Yeah. 30 years after he was the penguin. No, Danny DeVito would be a much more realistic avatar. avatar yeah, he'd do yeah, avatar, avatar, I think. Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Hey, uh, what are you thinking? <laughs> Princess Big Tits, let's uh, bang again. That'll help us figure out where we should do this. Who'd <laughs> be the... living in his dong tower, Danny yeah. DeVito. Yeah, my dong tower. It makes so much more sense. Yeah, the lazy wizard hero. Eh, I'm too damn old for this crap. <laughs> Just thinking it's always sunny in Philadelphia, like... Frank always has a gun, so yeah. Danny DeVito is just Frank is Avatar this it, whole time. Fr- yeah. yeah, it's just ah. Frank is what af- he eventually becomes Avatar after a nuclear apocalypse. Right. Yeah, we, we've got our first casting for the wiz- for Wizards the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I anyway, but butter battle butter book. battle book Bakshi Bonasode. It's good. Yes. Go check it out. Yeah. It's my favorite adaptation for sure. I've read some Dr. Seuss like 
now, but yeah, I I don't know. Just not that obsessed with Dr. Seuss, I guess. I don't know. Every now and then I get this like weird thing. I'm like, God damn, like my childhood was very different from Rodney's because I had a group of parents that were obsessed with you can't be exposed to anything above a PG rating. PG might be pushing it. And Rodney, I just every now and then I get this image of Rodney. It's like, well, it's your first first birthday or fifth birthday. Here's a copy of it. Some <laughs> porn. And, that, uh, and some Black out. Sabbath albums. Like, Get to it, like, kid. Well, uh, I mean, he's probably not going to live anyway. So just let him do whatever. That's what it really Well, I, I know, but every now and then it's just like, yeah, here you go, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I was always on the verge of death or something, so like, you know. I mean, I'm sure that, that affects it. I'm like, man, I, I did read lots of Dr. Seuss as a kid. See, when I started, like, the first book I ever read by myself was Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. <laughs> and then I immediately was like, all right, gotta watch, gotta read some Stephen King and some Lord of the Rings. That's mm. what's up next. <laughs> eh, gotta read some Stephen King. <laughs> uh, and I'm probably in the same general area as Rodney of like having this warped childhood of just getting to watch whatever and I don't think I've seen Fritz the Cat but I, I have memories of some movies that like maybe I've seen Fritz the Cat as a small child I won't know until I actually watch it so hopefully we visit that it's x-rated and maybe. animated all right it might yep. have to be a private viewing uh, I think I think we might it's it's tempting to just do that Up with American you. pop so Totally up to you, but I I do want to watch it at some point at least. Just I I kind of think I have seen it as a small child, and I want to find out if oh it's God. Oh God! To me. <laughs> Why would little kids be watching Fritz the Cat? Because God, Paul, how did we end up not with this kind? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's a cartoon. Go watch it. Wow, there's a whole lot of tits and dick hanging out here. Felix the Cat Fritz, I'm sure, is fine. I mean, the only the only like kids' books I actually remember was a super racist one about Ping and a duck, and then like he's like a Chinese kid called Ping and some kind of a duck. I don't know how to explain it. It was crazy racist. Anyway, (laughs) and then there was like this one about deep sea creatures, and it was just these like horrifying glorious paintings of like all sorts of deep sea creatures coming out of the like dark depths of the ocean with their mouths agape ready to eat stuff it was, like, City. it was like oh my gosh like thinking of it as an adult I'm like how is this a kid's thing but it was like a children's picture book no wonder hmm. I'm terrified of water creatures <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that's th- those are the only two like kids books I actually remember. <laughs> I don't think I had any kids books in my life. I think I re- I think I read a few like Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox things, but like oh, so Xana's the one that for for fifth birthday got a copy of it, some Black Sabbath albums and some uh-huh. porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Black yeah. Sabbath. There you go, kid. Figure out the rest of your life. No, like, my, my childhood was, like, it was just being exposed to what my parents liked, which, you know, my, my dad's thing was, like, heavy metal and, you know, uh, move, like, movies that were, like, fire and ice and, like, uh, heavy metal and just, like, things that were violent and, like, tits everywhere and everything. Any cartoon with busted chicks. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then my mom loved just like stupid comedy things, you know, Adam Sandler and like just just like whatever. And so like movies that were in my mom's taste, it was either because it was a dumb comedy or because she thought the actor was hot, like Antonio Banderas. (laughs) Okay, I mean, that makes sense. See, for for my weird and twisted uh, youth things, I remember being exposed to uh, British TV that was probably not the best thing to me be exposed to like the first christmas thing i can remember being exposed to was uh are you being serves christmas oh, yeah. special <laughs> with the santa claus were you like me as a kid and you thought man mr humphreys is cool i want to be like mr humphreys hey, yeah, mr. Mr. hey mr humphreys oh, is the best yeah yeah we, we saw that when i was younger he's like oh man mr humphreys is cool what a cool dude <laughs> yeah like Man, there's a there's a great story that he guy. was yeah he was he was like walking the streets of San Francisco and someone recognized him and asked him that like Mr. Humphreys are you free and, and the guy no without missing a beat he turns he's like I'm free and then theme song plays I saw that so much as a kid yeah. yeah. I love that show for Butter Bat Butter Battle Book no one can say it. Butter Battle Book Bakshi Bonanza Bonusode. Bakshi that. Bonanza Bonusode Butter Battle Book. That. There you go. Bakshi Bonanza Buttersode. The Butter Battle Bonusode. Buttersode. Bonus Battle Book. The Bonus Battle Book. Your turn. I win. I win. I'm just going to just do a whole bunch of B sounds. But yeah. I saw this as a kid, seven, eight years old. It disturbed me to the point that it's stuck in my psyche. I recommended it, and then we had to watch it because... Yeah. Yeah, I did not Bonanza. know this was a thing in Telpol. Oh, I did. Mention. I was like, watch it. She watched watch Butter Battle Book, and I'm like, what the hell it are It messed you? me up. Yeah. I saw this stuff. I like the sneeches. There's the... But, like, liked slash I saw them. It's like, this is kind of like... Little kids get too much credit, or not enough credit, because, like... <laughs> God, there's a part of me with this. It's like, man, did did the Butter Battle, Battle Book come out because Dr. Seuss wrote the Sneetches? And then people are like, okay, it didn't fix anything. It's like, God damn it, these people aren't getting the Kay. fucking clue. Everyone, nuclear Work holocaust. <laughs> Let's do that. You don't get it. Nuclear holocaust. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make it as blatant as possible. And then he had to pick yeah. it up and like hit someone in the face with it a few times. Do you get it yet? No, your book's banned. Can't no, you ban see? this book? You don't understand the war America's in. Yeah, they should do like a Bakshi universe, like the Marvel universe, where it's like, <laughs> well, because there's the Zaxes, the West and South, whatever, where they cross yeah. paths and they won't move, neither one. So someone should just show up and give like, here, big boy boomeroos. There yeah. we go. Enjoy, nuke each other if you want. They should oh, the- just make a Disneyland, but except it, except it's Heck like yeah. Bakshi's Disneyland. Yeah. Yes. Bakshi World. Bakshi. Oh my gosh! Just just hanging out in Cool World or Disney. Scorch. Probably do they own Bakshi yeah. by now? Disney. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they won't turn Almost Disneyland into Bakshi. Dude, yeah. so dude that's the one. I, that's the one I'm waiting yeah, for. Yeah, like, Disneyland. If you go to Bakshi World, you replace Fantasyland with uh, the Land of Scorch. Yeah. Go to Bakshi Land in Disneyland. It's like. <laughs> Fairy hookers, yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff. 
Dude, if they had fairy hookers in Disneyland, that'd be so good. Oh my god, this is what I want Disney to go to. Bakshi Land. Okay, like you rope it off, you don't want the kids getting in there. I like the idea that But then there's just like, yeah, someone dressed up in fairy hooker. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, I, I like the idea that Main Street just gets turned into Cool World and then your like photo op is meet Brad Pitt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Good stuff. So we like Bakshi. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more Bakshi to come. Yeah. So get ready for more back to Bakshi. Yeah, but again, you know, Dr. Seuss, this is the best adaptation of my work I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, you know, I like this a hell of a lot better than that stupid Jim Carrey movie. This was this was uh, a lot. Oh, the Grinch! I was like, yeah. which Jim Carrey movie? Like, okay, what the fuck does Ace Ventura have to do with anything? But you're I will, yeah. I will, I do have to give the Jim Carrey Grinch a couple uh, things. One, the fact that there's a strip club in there. All there right. is. Yep. You you need to look in the background for who nude. I've seen it once. Yeah. <laughs> who nude? Who nude is the name of it? That's pretty funny. The the other thing that is absolutely fantastic is the entire scene where, as the Grinch, he's supposed to pull the tablecloth and make a big mess, and he pulls the tablecloth and all of the silverware sits there. That was not supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he actually pulls the tablecloth, everything stays there, and they kind of like, Jim, like... You got to do something. So that's when he goes over and like knocks everything over. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, the, the scene's supposed to be a big mess. Well, I can never like that movie because it created Where Are You Christmas. You know what? Okay, what that's that fair. Is. I don't know what that is. It's an annoying Christmas A terrible song. Christmas song. So in any case. <laughs> I.e. a Christmas song. Because oh, they're all terrible. Now I remember. Yeah, but Butter Battle Book has no Christmas songs. No, nope. that's true. Butter Set Up, Butter Side Down, Pledge of Allegiance. Na- and, uh... Nationalistic anthems to mm-hmm. inspire people to murder indiscriminately yeah. because they butter their toast wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. So we'll we'll talk to you soon with more, more Bakshi, more battles, more everything. Yes. Everything you could ever want. And more Fritz. So we'll see you all later. Yeah, that's right. So we'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Contact us at rentalstorerumble at gmail.com for questions, comments, hanging out, or requests for an episode. You can find us on Facebook as rental.rumble, Twitter at rentalrumble, Instagram at rentalstorerumble, as well as on Slasher, and rentalstorerumble.blogspot.com. Check us out on all the podcast platforms as well as anchor.fm slash rental dash store dash rumble. Music by me and cover art by Gwyneth Anderson. Keep drinking that Tranya.